up, kid. All I gotta say is, Portland can't say shit. Welcome to Sounders Scuttlebutts. I'm Aaron Lingley, and as always, I'm joined by your Alliance Council President, your independent... Wow, I messed it up. You're, you're the Director of Communications for the Independent Supporters Council, Gorilla FC President, and Alliance Council President. There we go. Cameron Collins, how are you doing, my friend? Good, good. Just gearing up to watch Seattle play Portland on TV, unlike some other people. Who could you be talking about? Oh, you. You're going in person. <laughs> Thank you, by the way. Yep. Yeah. Going to sit GA. Going to meet some buddies. We did this last um, summer, too. Basically, we're a trio of friends, Trace Amigos, that see each other like every nine months. And it's basically just uh, go down to Portland, drink copious amounts of beer for like 36 hours, and then... Hit the Starbucks up on the way home up the I-5 on Sunday. So pretty excited. Um, one for that, obviously, and because we're playing Portland. And oh. uh, that's always a fun one, no matter how poorly they're doing um, or we're doing. So there's that. And we also just beat um, St. Louis City SC. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just happened. We were recording on Tuesday, and that happened this weekend. And... Uh, We'll definitely get into that after the scuttlebutt. Um, yeah. And before very that, pleasant win. We have four tickets left at Gorilla FC. Uh, they may not be there by the time you listen to this because I'm going to put them on Twitter. But uh, if, you, if you want uh, to go to the Denver Denver away, what am I talking? We had talked about Dan Boniface before, so <laughs> I think I have Denver on my head. Uh, if you want to go to Portland away, uh, just the tickets. You'd have to get yourself there. Uh, check Gorilla FC and see if we have any tickets left. Just go to the merchandise section on GorillaFC.com. And you don't have to be a member not right now to get them, correct? Sure, yeah. It's late in the game. It says you do, but uh, just buy them so that we don't lose money because we sell them for face value, so we're not making any money. But I prefer not to be out 180 bucks. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, come on down if you're there. Uh, jump on our Discord and let me know where you're drinking because maybe me and my buddies will meet you. So, as usual, um, we start with a uh, crack of the can, and that is a... What is that? Tangerine Lacroix. It's French for the cross. Do you think yeah. this is a religious drink? I never thought about it. Well, I, I brought really it out for, <laughs> for Easter. <Yeah. laughs> it's your Easter bunny gift. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Jesus, I'm drinking his blood. Yep, yep. <laughs> No sound effects. Friends. It's pretty terrible. Did I talk about how terrible this wine is last week? A, a little bit, but you didn't, I didn't think it was that emphatic. Okay. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking bad. Uh, enough that I'm going to swear. Um, but I got like a case of it. And when I forget to go get beers before the, for the show, I figure I just open up this wine. Got to get rid of it. But I'm not going to slander their name, but it's just bad. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so we drink and we talk about some scuttlebutt. Okay, do we want to start out with some listener-generated scuttlebutt, or do we want to uh, bring up our own topics real quick before we jump into listener-generated scuttlebutt? All right, let's talk about the bull in the room. The red bull in the room? Yep. Yeah, for those who weren't paying attention, there was something like 12 minutes of extra time in the... 21. 21, there you go. I Flip it around. 21 minutes of extra time. In uh, the Red Bull versus New York versus San Jose game, Red Bulls actually scored uh, in like the 117th minute or something like that. I don't know. Somewhere in there to tie the game. But the reason why there was so much extra time was um, really good dude, former Portland player. I'm glad he's out of Portland so we can root for him in San Jose. But Jeremy Ibobasi, um heard uh, the DP from the other team uh, make a racial slur. So game stopped. They did all the investigation. Even the Red Bull New York goalie, the, the Red Bull's goalie, was begging uh, the coach to, Gerhard take, Struber. to take him out of the game. And, you know, the, 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 the player who said the slur, his PR statement clearly was written by a PR team. Was that good? That's why you could tell it was written by a PR team. Like, yeah. It was how you're supposed to answer. The coach was like, I don't give a fuck. So it's uh, his statement was ridiculous. And, um, you know, I think the the supporter groups there in New York are mm-hmm. uh, protesting the team and demanding more action. And we'll see what happens. I mean, to me, that's grounds for firing your coach if he knows what's going on and just like psh, whatever and just completely yeah. dismissing it. Yeah. Um, did you see that? So Dante... Um... Van Zier, is that how you? Yeah, Dante Van Zier. He, did you see that he has indefinitely left the club? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, while they do the investigation, yeah, to avoid distracting the the club, but it's what he right. Said. So, um, there's no room for that in soccer, which is why the penalties are so hard in the MLS, and they take it so seriously. I'm glad they took the time to try investigate it, but the ref didn't hear it. So there wasn't really much the ref could do at the time. It really mm-hmm. should have been up to the Red Bulls coach to do it. So kind of a bummer that he didn't. But, um, you know, well, I'm sure more is going to come out of this. And we're going to hear a lot more. And I know San Jose supporters are going to work in solidarity with the Red Bull New York supporters. Well, that's cool. Any, any has, it, has there, I might just be ignorant to the history of the MLS. Has this happened to this extent before where everyone knew um i mean because you said it like they they mls is acting swiftly but i've seen like comments saying that like this wasn't done fast enough might have been based on what you just said about gerhard struber not making the decision easier oh well for the refs, i mean i think what happened from was MLS standpoint from an mls standpoint the ref didn't hear it so they can't be certain what happened and they they looked at var to try and catch it but they couldn't so what the MLS has to do is go back, talk to everyone, uh, and review all video. So that's not something that you could do right there on the field. You could only look. But at what, what the dude? The dude's finally admitted, like he did admit to saying whatever it was, and we still don't know what it was. But yeah. it's like he admits it's like just, just I can't just be swift and firm when, especially when the dude's raising his hand and saying I, I was a bigot. Yeah. So, whether whether it's a genuine apology or not, like okay. 
if all I mean, parties involved there are needs to be aware. some action because what we saw exactly. with, uh minnesota at portland when he used a racial slur nothing ever happened to him what happened uh fragapane or whatever his name is fragapane from minnesota a couple of years ago used a racial mm-hmm. slur at uh diego chara uh or it might have been nimi uh one of the brothers and uh Nothing ever happened because it couldn't be proven. That's you pouring wine, not peeing, by the way, for our listeners who (laughs) (laughs) were like, what's going on? Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think this is a this this is the league's new implementation of the process. Um, You know, I'm glad they stepped in during the game and tried to do the proper investigation. They just didn't have the information they needed. uh, Oh, so it was an interruption of the game. Oh, they completely stopped the game. And I didn't because I knew there was some. They spoke, and the shoving players, they and... spoke to both coaches. They w- went to VAR and tried to rewatch the video to see if they could hear okay. it. Um, so that was MLS MLS intervening during the match to try yeah. to get the inv- a live investigation. Okay, to my understanding, yeah. it, it was, and I haven't read too much into it. Just uh, I watched hit Jeremy Abubuzi's post game conference, like nine and a half minutes. Yeah, uh, but I thought it was more the 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 ref and the players and the coach like on field decision to not start the game right away. We're tra- trying to figure it out locally here, but I didn't know the MLS. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. Jumped. Because, because uh, San Jose was planning on walking off if they didn't do the investigation. Okay. Uh, try to figure it out. Um, you know, it's just a messed up situation. Yeah. And, and Obobese is just super awesome. You know, he's part of black players uh, for change. And um, if I, I believe that's correct. Um, and uh, did a lot of stuff around Black Lives Matters. So uh, he's been a, a super outspoken player, and um, I'm glad that he brought it to the referee's attention instead of mm-hmm. just having to to um, bear the brunt of, of just awful racism on the on the pitch. Yeah, and like you said, it doesn't belong in soccer. Doesn't belong in sport. Doesn't belong in general. Um, and that's why you need swift, clear action uh, yeah. by governing bodies of whatever entity things like this occur in. So, um, yeah, it's pretty disappointing. Um, and we'll see how that unfolds. Um, what's next? I wanted to quickly, we talked about last time how England uh, would stop the game to break fast for Ramadan yeah. and France wouldn't. Well, I guess it started last year, uh, but since uh, I didn't, Maybe we didn't have a game at home during the time because I, I hadn't noticed it. But we, we did the same thing for Nuhu at the mm. Sounders game this this uh, past weekend where the game was stopped for uh, a series of minutes. After the ball was kicked out of bounds, they were like, okay, that's a good chance. Just stop it. And Nuhu was able to go and break fast and get back on the pitch. So, um, you know, good thing to see the MLS doing that. And MLS Next is doing it as well. They had it at the, their previous game for Tacoma Defiance. So... Uh, shout out to the league for doing the right thing. Yeah. And, you know, it should be, if anyone's complaining about that, that I, I haven't seen it and that's great. Uh, and I didn't, it was seamless, seamless yeah. break. I didn't really notice. I mean, they do Long water. Break. I think you mentioned before they do water breaks during hot yeah. games. It's like, this is obviously what they did. Everyone else to somebody, water so. and he went over and I didn't see if he ate something or had some of those gel packs that give you energy or whatever mm-hmm. that you use or what, but he clearly went over and, broke fast and yeah i can so shout out to good things happening in the league inclusive things look at that yeah we have some some bad news and some good news yeah now tell us now if you want to be 
an individual who gets your discussion on the air, you should go to our Discord. Join it. Yeah, link is in the show description. Yeah, we decided to um, add a Scuttlebutt mailbag channel. And um, I've said before, and it's pretty much why I only use Twitter if I'm on social media, but I might be 34, but I feel like I'm 54 when it comes (laughs) to this kind of crap. So I'm like, I just, just, just too much going on. But so I wanted a Discord, and last year we started it. Got great conversation, great people on there. And then for just kind of general scuttlebutting, which is what we like to do, uh, we added a scuttlebutt mailbag. So throw anything on there anytime, and we'll probably read it just because it's fun to have. Well, it's fun to not have to prepare as much, too, <laughs> to come up with our own stuff. And But it's also nice to see what everyone's talking about. So um, this one is not really a question. But, um, yeah, Combat Wombat Esquire, a fellow lawyer, possibly. I don't know if this counts as a question, but you should give a shout-out to Alana Cook for her first international goal tonight. And so she is on the U.S. women's national team and hits a – we want to talk about bangers later and first career goals. This thing is totally incredible. 40 yards out from the left side. Yeah, catches the keeper for Ireland, Republic of Ireland. Uh, a little too far up the box, who does get some finger, a few fingers on it. But um, yeah, 40-yard lobbing strike it is quite a debut goal. So congrats, Alana. Shout out, Alana. And it's a, it's a nice story out of U.S. women's national team as opposed to the idiots over at the U.S. Soccer Federation who sent out an email mm. uh, celebrating Becky Sauerbrunn's 200th cap entitled it Becky with the good hair, uh, not understanding what that meant. <laughs> and, what the fuck? So they sent out a message six hours ago saying, dear U.S. soccer fan, U.S. soccer apologized for the subject line of our email sent this morning to celebrate Becky Sauerbrunn's 200th cap. It was insensitive and should not have been sent. We have connected with Becky and apologize. We have also reviewed our approval processes for external marketing communications and are committed to being more thoughtful in the future. One nation, one team, U.S. soccer. <laughs> wow. It is amazing. No matter how big a company or country for that matter can be like, it's still some, there's some dumb people doing jobs. Yeah, they could do something you know, dumb. With the good hair meant and thought, oh, this is funny thing from so from pop culture. Well, yeah, but I mean, I am I stare at my tweets for like at least a minute. Do <laughs> I, I like I not because I want to? I don't know. I'm just self conscious, but that that's just for my own shit. <laughs> but to be like, I'm gonna press send on something and millions of people are going to either listen or hear it or see it. It's like, just think about it for a second. Um, yeah, that's funny. Okay. So let's get into some, um, favorite Timbers player of all time. And Steve Zathwani. Yeah. And Rick, Rick. So yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> Kenny Sloth uh, on the discard who comes up with your question. Nice. And and Rick, our OG Rick, jumps right in. Steve Zakawani, duh. Yeah. Roger <laughs> LeBay. That's true. Um, what, he played on the Timbers? I believe he did for a short time, yeah. Um, I will double-check that. But that's what made the, the thing so great. Um, because I think, you know, there wasn't that many places to play 
when you are. Uh, no, he didn't. Okay. Okay, thank God, because that would have just been I thought he had. devastating. Yeah, that would have. I think I thought he had in the USL days. Yeah. Uh, no. No, he was on. No, stop um, it. You're messing with me. He went from Stanford directly to San Jose. Um, yeah, so. Okay, well, let's just stick with them. Um, yeah, Rick agrees with you. Is that your? Is, that's that's an easy answer, though. Um, yeah, that's not a a real answer. I don't think. Yeah, um, I mean it's real. gotta be Valeri. Come on, dude. That right. that guy is uh, just such a talented player, generational talent, superstar. It's hard not to respect him. That's fair. I mean, I don't dislike him. Um. I don't really care, like indifferent about him. I really like uh, Darlington Nagby. Mm-hmm. He was is still a baller. Columbus is, despite being like fourth or fifth on the on the East, which is good. Um, they got seventeen goals, and he's keep it part of their midfield. So, uh, yeah, he's just always seemed like a really good guy. A guy that I'd want on. It was like I kind of want him on our team. You know, like while he was playing and still on Portland, like I don't hate him. I kind of want him on our team. Can I switch that and say who's your most hated player? Hmm. Jewsberry. Interesting, because he always popped up in in situations that made them mm-hmm. win. That or what was the guy that kind of looked like a Mad TV or the Mad Magazine? Oh, are you? Uh, uh, why am I blanking on the guy's name? But the the guy I absolutely hated. He's an instigator. Um, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Their captain. Was yeah. He? Um, he got a DUI in Orlando and had to sit out an entire season. Oh, damn it! Type, type Our type. listeners are like, this is how block. much this is how much I hate him that I talked about him <laughs> on the Timbers versus. Uh, Sounders rivalry for the MLS when I was in their documentary about it. Um, but um, whatever, we'll think of it in like 10 minutes. Yeah, while well, we're in the middle of something completely right. different. I, I have um, a whole list of every player that played for Seattle, then Portland, or for Portland, then Seattle. They're shouting his name right now at us, which makes yeah. for great podcasting. It should be the other way around. Yeah. Um, we'll think of it. But I, I think it, without remembering his name, Jack Jewsbury is a good answer because yeah, he. He was kind of annoying. Oh, God, but it's definitely the guy we can't think of. Yeah, <laughs> a race no. from memory. It's absolutely uh, the guy we can't think of. Um, and I don't know why I can't think of it. It's the end of the day. I'm tired. Yeah. Well, uh, it is, he's clearly the most hated player ever. Like he's, I despise him even more than Linhart from San. I was going to say uh, overall, it might he might be at a, no matter what team, Linhart's probably yeah. up there as well. So players, um, get this, players that played for Seattle, then Portland, most of them uh, probably haven't heard of. Peter Hattrip is an old-time original uh, sounder. Um, Darren Sawatsky, who is uh, was the coach of the, uh, the team in Tacoma, but I don't know if he still is. Um, Mike Vecito. Steve Zakawani and Andrew Weber. Mike Facito. Yeah, I forgot about Mike having played them. Now, Portland and Seattle, this is something that we should have looked at because you have Dick McCormick, one of the most famous original sounders. Casey Keller, 
Wade Weber, uh, Darren Sawatsky apparently went back. Um, then Kenny Cooper, Adam Moffitt, and Troy Perkins. Mm-hmm. So Casey Keller is probably one of those top answers there. Will Johnson. Will Johnson, yeah. F that guy. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, the Cran, Cran, my man, says, do you think this upcoming match has a possibility of being a trap game? Sure. Every... Every match against Portland is a trap game if you're looking past it. I mean, we've lost the last three against them, including getting absolutely blown out in the celebration for the CONCACAF Champions League. Of course, we had Jackson Feltz on after that game talking about how different that is if the ref calls Mm -hmm. um, a yellow card that should have been given in the first half, and then suddenly they have a red card before we get one and everything changes. But um, yeah, that that one's on my mind a lot and they we don't we don't win a lot against them anymore it feels like we had a nice little run there but now it's falling apart yeah Yeah. and i think why maybe this question more to a trap game of the typical kind where you're playing a good team playing a bad team like right absolutely should win this one and you over you almost yeah timbers are them right timbers are a bad team eric williamson uh just blew out his knee or or ACL or something, which is such a bummer because, you know, he was on the U S in the U S national team pool, men's national team pool, and then got injured um, a couple years ago. So to see him come back healthy and he was so dynamic and he just was such a good player that it was awesome to see him come back. Granted, we don't like him playing for the Timbers obviously, but he's now out for the season. So they were, they're going from bad to worse. And, uh, Easy to look past them, but there's no way you can do that in a rivalry game. Yeah, and I don't know. I I don't think I don't think this has a pause. There's never. It doesn't matter the the recent performance of either club when when we play. Right. No. The Timbers. It's just it's, it's a scrappy game, um, and you never know the outcome. So I don't think it's so much a trap game that we over we overlook them. I don't think we even think of the season at all it's just this game the timbers like we want to beat them whether we have only won games or only lost games for either side it's it's just it's you ignore everything else they think so i don't think that it could be a trap game because of that and i don't think our veteran players who've been on the team for a while you know um would allow it you know so I'm looking at their roster here. I feel like Blanco hasn't done much. Why, yeah. has, why hasn't Blanco played at all? I think he's hurt. Oh damn. Okay. He's out for a while. Um, so uh well that's not good for them. Torn e torn UCL. Oh no, that's the Henry Blanco that plays baseball. <laughs> I was like, why would a torn thumb prevent him from playing? <laughs> but yeah, uh, their, their roster uh, is, let's see, he got, he got, that's a 2021. Here we go. April 8th, 2023rd injury in the 50th minute against the white caps. Um, oh, I don't want to watch it. Get out of here. Uh, it was in the playoffs last year. So I don't know if it's still that mm-hmm. injury or not. 
that's 2021 playoffs. I don't know. He's hurt. Let's just go with that. We don't know what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> their roster, uh, isn't, like their roster, shouldn't is better than they're they're showing though. You think so? I think so. I feel like they've just been festering ever since the cover up shit from was it last year? I just feel like they have they they seem like a boat without a rudder. Um, ACL was what Eric Williams' injury was, but I mean, he, there's some sort of thing on my computer that's opening stuff instead of opening up the links I want. I mean, Aspria is a good forward. They have, I mean, Blanco when he's healthy. Um, Bravo is a good defender. Char is a good midfielder. Other Char is good, but you know, it seems like they don't have the DP they need. Um, they've got. Nias Goda, who's a, a forward DP, and they've got um, Yimmy Chara, is a DP, which surprises me. Um, oh yeah, that's surprising. I mean, they haven't had the ability or the availability of Blanco, so that explains a lot as well. Um, yeah, but... and then they brought in Evander, who is a, a midfielder as a DP. Evander and De Silva Ferreira, uh, and he's um, started two games played 282 minutes over four games, but you know, he's, he's 24 year old midfielder trying to get in the the swing of it. So um, he'll take off eventually, but looks like he started the first two games and then subbed on the next two. Mm He has one goal. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't think it'll be a trap game. These games are too big. It doesn't matter. What part of the season? I think everyone's everyone's uh, up for it. Yep. IMHO. Agreed. Uh, there's some couple questions more about mm, Portland again, so maybe we should save those to the end. Yeah, let's get unless you want to unless you want to. Yeah. I yeah, think right. go, go Chrono to Portland. Yeah. Although this is a funny one from Dan Boniface. If Sounders were to play Wrexham at Racehorse Ground this weekend, what would be the final score? Oh, I mean, because it, it, it's in Wrexham, that would give them a little bit extra. I'd say four or five to, to two Sounders. Yeah, I don't know enough about the show, so I thought it would be funny for a lot of people to have watched it, but I don't I mean, I don't have the streaming service. They're awesome. They're playing. They're they're brought down players from League One and League Two down to the non-league uh, team to win. They're paying a ton of money. Uh, they signed Ben Foster out of retirement to be their oh, goalkeeper. Really? So he's their goalie, and wow. he if uh, yeah, plug your ears if you don't know what happened in the most recent game. Since I know you don't watch, Aaron, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, but. Um, so they were tied at the top of the table with 100 points. There's five games left. They have a game in hand. They're playing the other team that has 100 points. And go down one nothing in the first half. Second half, take a 2-1 lead. Give up that 2-1 lead. Take a 3-2 lead. And then in the 100 and, uh, no, it must have been like 90, 96th minute or something like that, they got a penalty, handball in the box. And Ben Foster makes the huge save. And they go on to win 3-2. And wow. get close to the promotion to League Two for the first time in over 20 years. So just absolutely you bring them in like they were going nuts. It was so exciting. And you get to see uh, you know, it's always sunny and Deadpool in the crowd. 
yeah dancing and well, it's, cheering it's kind of cool that it, it has turned into an authentic story but not just a, a stunt yeah no and you know? i mean they are paying a lot of money for those players but... yeah no i mean but it needed to happen uh you, but yeah, it's fun to watch yeah, yeah so it was cool um and they i wish there was a way to go but they're playing a friendly the summer down in uh san diego manchester united versus oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, they got a shot. <laughs> yeah. So, uh super fun. Um but yeah, I think I think Seattle, you know, we're on char- par with the championship, right? We're uh we'd be, you know, mid to upper table in the championship, I think, or lower half in the in the Premier League, like maybe just above relegation. Probably mm-hmm. relegated though, to be honest. If we had their money, obviously we could go up, but um so I think I think that we we would beat them solidly. Um, but you're playing at their home ground, so they would have some uh, goals in there too. Talking about uh, beating solidly, maybe we should talk about the Sounders. Oh, okay. Nah? Let's do it. Is there no F1 to talk about this weekend? (laughs) Yeah, let's talk Sounders. and Josh Atencio steals the show. Seattle Sounders beat St. Louis City SC 3-0 on Saturday. Uh, You got to be there. I uh, stayed home with the fam since I'm going to Portland next weekend. It was kind of a holiday weekend. But I did watch it live with our Discord friends. I forgot. Yeah. Um, We also had a birthday that day, a three-year-old's birthday to go to. So um, it's a family day. But what a game to miss. What a game to be at. Uh, initial takeaways on that. Was it a dominating win? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I don't think we dominated every aspect of the game throughout, but it was a solid win. And uh, if, if, their, if their guy had gotten the red card he deserved on his tackle, Early on, on Alex Roldan, clear red card. Yeah, that was bad looking, man. Yeah, I mean, then I think that game completely changes, and we win six or seven nothing. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I still think it should have been four nothing. I didn't think he was offsides on that goal. Now, um, I've only watched it on a computer screen once, or I guess it was on a TV screen. But um, I I thought that he was held onside. So um, I'm bummed that we didn't get the four nil win. But three nil will take it against the number one team in the MLS. Uh, was, was the number one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they played really well, actually. Um, St. Louis said is, I, and Schmetzer said, I don't know the exact quote, but pretty much said like the, they're switched to pretty much a five man back line. And if they were pushing forward, which was not too often, but when they did, it, it was turned into like a three, five, two, but they were, um, they turned. They, they did their pressure game, full team press, and they definitely had an extra man or, or two in the defensive side to prevent us from owning the attacking side of the field, which we've been doing pretty much all season. Cincinnati uh, being pretty much the the outlier. Um, so I think they did a really good job doing that, but I don't think that lent them to play their game 
which uh, is getting Joel Klaus the ball and scoring. He had a, a he he looks good, dude. When he has the ball, yeah. that guy's a that guy's a good player. Yeah, he is. Um, he's awesome. looks like looks like he's fifty. Um, and actually, a quick shout out to uh, to you for doing a little extra work recording uh, that ep- little bonus episode. Um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. You're yes. Well, I'm brain brain farting on his name because I Brandon. wasn't expecting you to talk. Brandon um, Hornets. Uh, he he mentioned that like yeah, Joel Klaus is their best player. He looks like he's 54 or 50 or whatever, but is and he's also Brazilian and he looks like he's from Finland. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. yeah. So, yeah, he was great. Yeah, he's a baller, but he didn't. I feel like, and I don't obviously watch St. Louis, but they did not play their offensive game because they shifted to more defensive game, which did give us some fits for a little bit. In my yeah, opinion. but that's kind of how they play at times because they are. Uh, running at our line, but we just didn't give them the chance to do it because our defense was so good. Yeah, as usual, only three goals this year that we've given up. So that looked really, really great. And Atencio, the entire match, like take the goal out of it. He might, yeah, yeah, he was, uh, I don't know the stats, but he was winning, winning his duels. Uh, He was all over the place back there. Um, and I don't really recall him making too many mistakes. No, I think he had um, one uh, giveaway in a bad spot on the back of his, um, like in the back towards, towards gave the ball for them. So they had a dangerous play. But other than that, absolutely dominated. Which, and you can say pretty much if you followed each player, just focused on the whole game, everyone makes at least one mistake, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, he looked just great and gets to get subbed off by Uncle Schmetz on, on his own to have the whole stadium cheer for him. So like, and that bag that was a banger, dude. <laughs> that was such was a great goal, team goal uh, too. Yeah, absolutely. And just to kick through and like, there's nothing that goalie could have done to stop it at all. Yeah, was there's nothing he did do. He, he just watched it. It looked like it looked like he. Atencio should have gotten a red card for breaking his ankles. <laughs> huh? Huh? Hey. Yeah. But yeah, really proud of the kid. And that just makes the, another good problem to have, not in the attacking side of the, but in the midfield. Um, because he was in because JP was out for precautionary reasons. Yeah, he probably could have played if he had needed to, but um, he, he he was in the eighteen, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. But he was he they were hoping to not have to play them, and luckily he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Brian Schmetzer today during his press conference said that they held him out, uh, and and he practiced today, but uh, under modification. And then tomorrow he comes back to full practice, so he's ready to go. Uh, he'll he'll be starting against Vancouver, um, or Vancouver against Portland, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So it'll it'll be great to see. Vancouver did just beat Portland. They did last week. Yeah. yeah. Go Canucks. Yeah. No. So and then Raul scored. Yeah. Within like five to ten minutes of being on the field after Leo Chu, uh, who you know, granted that the game that Morris and Chu play or have played to get to the top of the charts and statistics. Wow. Um, 
St. Louis didn't allow that kind of style of play. There's too no, many. There's too much congestion. Dangerous. Yeah, there's a few dangerous times, but you're right. I still was mad when the sub was made so early. Um, I I, I, I didn't like it for. I don't like that. Take him up for the other guys. I would like to see them play together. Right. Yeah. Um, but you're not going to take off Jordan, so it, it makes sense. But I I think a lot of people were like, why why are you subbing Chu off so quickly? I watched like a um, British British guy reacts to MLS soccer game, and he was like, he must have had a bad day. And I mean, he didn't have a great day, but I don't think Chu had a bad day. It was just you got to get uh, you got to get yeah. those minutes. So you're going to put him on for 30 minutes at least. And, you know, it was uh, the right decision. Not that Rui Diaz's goal was any spectacular move. He was the right place at the right time. But yeah. uh, that's his know, game, though. He was there. I think Jordan probably scores if he steps out of the way. But it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. We got the goal. That's what matters. Yeah. So everyone says a good good problem to have, but it's true. And then now and even in our defensive midfield positions, we have a good problem because you still have Obed and Danny Leva back there that can fill in. And both have shown, I mean, Obed was flying high until a bat, a broken back. Yeah. I mean, that takes time and what is just a mental setback that must be and probably couldn't even be on the like move athletically, like actually train. I don't no, think he trained yeah. for until like November. Yeah. He was, and, he, he had to take it easy and let it heal. Yeah, so I mean that's just that's a lot to come back from, and and that sucks for him because he was in a Concacaf Champions League final. So you have that kind of talent, Danny Leva, who again injuries have inhibited some of his progression, but we've seen him start regularly for us a few years ago, and he's only twenty twenty one right now, maybe not even that. Yeah, I got to wonder, uh, I think we might have talked about it on a previous show, that if, if he's on his way out, um, you know, I think someone had brought it up to us as a as selling him, but I think I don't think we will sell oh, him alone, as a loan, uh, to yeah. give him playing time uh, would would be interesting to see. Maybe uh, send him where we sent some of our other players in, 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 in where was it, like Finland or somewhere like that? Yeah. Well, um yeah, so we played well. Um, and I think the second half was really shows that Schmetzer uh, knows what he's doing. Not that we needed too much, but I know there's been, we've, I think we, you kind of got over it last week, maybe a little bit, but he's had a propensity to sometimes make incorrect decisions, in your opinion, in game, right? I wouldn't say, or at least was it just finals? I wouldn't say incorrect because who am I to say that? Uh, but in comparison to other coaches, maybe out coached, his decisions didn't have the same impact on the game that the other coaches did, and mm-hmm. their moves allow us to win. Um, you know, I coach is a great coach, and I, I love that he's back there. But yeah, I get frustrated. Seems like he knows what he's doing right now <laughs> because. Whatever he's been saying, a few of these has where it just seems like we take body punches, feel them. LA Galaxy was like that. Yeah. And then we just tear it up. You know, uh, SKC started. And, and I feel like that, that is pretty normal. You got to see what the other team's going to lay out. But sometimes I guess we get, I get the feeling uh, because we are the Sounders and we have been so dominant for so long that it, I want to see a minute one to minute 90 just domination 
And, and that might be too much to ask. I mean, from it's not like I we're. I don't think it's realistic. Uh, yeah. Most of the time, but KC is so bad. I mean, they lost to Colorado in KC. So <laughs> they yeah, are, that was this weekend, right? Yeah, they are not good. Um, and yeah, it's it's pretty wild uh, yeah. to see because last year they struggled, but it was because they didn't have. Um, but I think the two of their DPs were out or maybe it was the year that COVID happened the year before they're missing two DPs. And so they went the whole season without it, but uh, still winless sporting Kansas city, still winless. Boo-hoo. Yeah. I'm not going to cry over Peter Vermees being last place at uh, three points tied with the LA galaxy, but LA galaxy have a game in hand. Portland's only two points ahead of the, the bottom though. So, Oh, and way up top is the Sounders. It's on the MLS power rankings as well. Not MLS. I think they still have LAFC. ESPN. ESPN the power rankings have us up there. World of soccer. Has MLS at least moved us up to two? That's. I that's, think so. That's the real. I think LAFC gets it because of their one because game of their in hand. High. So points per game. LAFC remains elite. Yeah, they're still first. Um, Which they did whoop on Vancouver in this last week of aggregate games. Yeah, but we moved, we moved up to second. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's nice to see that. I don't think that their rankings, MLS rankings, are have much weight to me because the reasons they give in there are pretty dumb. They don't really, they just say, good soccer team is good. <laughs> <laughs> the losing team lost and the winning team is good. Uh, yeah, so, so uh, most importantly, we'll go over Atlanta has dropped to sixth. Shout out to Garth and Pineda and Alonzo. Drop to six? Yeah, in the power rankings. Like they did. They are in a worse position now than they were last week? Yeah, they were in fifth last week. Oh. It made it sound like it was a good thing. Because you were like, shout out to Garth on your loot dropping. This no, just shout there. out to everything that's going on over there. I mean, uh, they're currently sitting at third with 14 points, three points behind Cincinnati. Yeah, they're not doing too bad. Better than I think people expected. Oh, yeah. Which, bring it back to um, St. Louis City, they obviously um, hadn't lost. Well, they had just lost before they played us, right? So do you think this showed maybe how good we are, how not good St. Louis, like, are they overhyped a little bit? Or what do you think? It's a little bit of, like, they were pretty good, and we just had a couple of things really go our way because we were overall, I think controlling the game, but we weren't dominating in the first. No, I mean, I think it showed how good we are and it showed that maybe they aren't as good as they were. I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, we, we, we didn't go out and score four goals the way we did against uh, Colorado. Was that, no, was that the four goal game? I get confused now. It seems like the season's already too long. Uh, But um, you know, it's still, it's, it's still, uh, it wasn't utter domination from front to back. You know, it, it was a lot of uh, possession uh, at times. And then, you know, they, they are a team that will play in possession, but doesn't need to. So I was, I was a little worried what that might bring, but our defense was able to just kind of shut them down. And, and, you know, they had what, two, three dangerous chances out of their nine shots. They only had two on target. Um, yeah. And then they had the one shot that went, um, a little bit 
uh, wide from Klaus that should have scored. Yeah, no, that was a sitter. I mean, to hit, clearly what his skill set is, that was he should have done better with that. Yeah. That should have been a goal. But, but I mean, we had 61% possession of their 39. We had 200 more passes than them. Our accuracy was up near 80. They were at 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fouled us a lot more. Um, you know, we had way more corners than them. Uh, but we got to give a shout out to Jake Norinsky, who maybe had the goal of the game. Yeah, yeah. Josh Atencios was great, but Jake, the way he got that his foot on that ball and just finessed it right past the keeper uh, was phenomenal. Uh, that was such a great shot. Too bad for him it was on his own goal, but uh, we'll take it. You're a dick. <laughs> I mean, if you watch that replay, though, he like kind of finesses yeah. the goal. Yeah, no, it's uh, that happened to me in public last last year. Not that I did the own goal, but just like uh, if that if that was actually his intention to like, score that mm. goal, that finesse it like that, that happened right in front of me on the near post on a corner. It was really frustrating, but it was like, damn, dude, I don't know how you hit that backwards, but yeah. he did. Um, <laughs> yeah, funny, funny, funny. No, Tensio definitely gets the goal right, um, yeah. just for the circumstance of it and. I mean, he became a professional in 2019, which is weird to say. It feels like that was just so long ago. But that's his first goal as a professional. And that to do it at home, in the lights. I just love night games, like under the lights. Yeah, and and to have that shot, you know what I mean? It wasn't like Mm -hmm. he was up on the line. He was way back there, and he he was able to reorient his body and just just kick through it in a way that – you don't always get the chance to. No, it's like I don't. It's like kickball, like with the kickball pitch. You know, it's just like slow, baby. I just wound up and just cranked it because it was served on a platter by Ladero. And sometimes you find those kind of shots come from maybe like rebounds or clearances that are like poor clearances that just kind of dribble out there, and you have to find yourself. You know, but that was just a great team goal, and to set it up for him to cap it like that was just so great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, besides Atencio, who's uh, another great performance from that game. Oh, uh, Yamar. I mean, it's sometimes hard to notice because he's just always so solid, mm-hmm. but he, he ran down a few balls and, and, and stopped a few breakaways that easily could have led to scoring chances. So I got to give a big shout out to Yamar. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's the kind of player that you kind of expect to be like a P- Portland would pay DP money for. Because they always like to have a DP center back, I feel. But like he is paying, he's DP. a quiet best center back in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I, no I one know, talks about him. We've seen New York Red Bulls have a DP center back before, and it never worked out. So I'm always hesitant to put that much money into a player who is not. I mean, while important, is not actively mm-hmm. pushing the team to score goals. Which is fair because goals are money. Yeah, but. Defense is uh, an unforgiving position, and he's just—we're very lucky to have him. I don't know, like the scouting on this team. Chris Henderson, I think, was was one who scouted him. Yeah, right, or maybe Kurt, but I think it was Chris because he was always taking pictures south of the border from his planes and everything like that. But he did such a great job getting talent that it's just—I mean, that's what you have to do in the MLS. That's where you have to get pretty much up and coming. You don't know if they're going to, they're going to make it in this league. And if you go across the pond, you know, you know, a good player in Spain is going to be a good player in England generally. Right. 
So yeah. it's easier to it's easier to do that. And there's the, the systems and the academies in place and the communication. Everyone knows what's going on over there. But to to be able to pluck talent like from this from you know, Colombia and Brazil and just it's it's a great job. I'm we've done really we have a good track record, is what I'm trying to say. And Yamar is like right up there with some of the best signings we've ever had. Considering what he contributes. I mean, obviously, Deuce is good. <laughs> Obafemi yeah. Martin's really good. But you know what I mean for those like kind of second tier positions on the team that aren't the poster child of Deuce or Oba doing backflips and scoring goals. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So great win. Uh, you know, I think um, it was exciting to uh, – I was a little nervy going in, so it was exciting to see it us pull away. Uh, pretty handily there, so uh, I've loved it. But we have Portland to talk about. We have the big baddie in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portland, who is ranked 27 out of 30 on MLS's uh, power ranking standings. Now oh, really? They're at 27? Yeah, because Montreal is in last place. Um, despite beating... Wow. Uh, I think they won this last weekend, but uh, yeah... Um, It'll be be interesting to see what uh, where they are. Atlanta, St. Louis. Here we go. Uh, so this is oh, this is an old one. Wow, thanks, thanks a lot, ESPN. I have ESPN's up. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, where's Portland? Portland is at as I scroll down. Wow, twenty eight. Well, so we do, and as usual, ESPN gets it right. Yeah, 28 out of 29, Montreal at the bottom. All Salt Lake. Charlotte, yeah, Portland. Jeez, Portland. Well, that aside, we're still going to whoop your ass, and I don't don't care. I don't care. But, yeah, they're not doing too well. We're playing at Portland. Uh, I think their one win this season was at home. Is that right? Um, Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I obviously think and it'd be dumb to think that we, we shouldn't shouldn't expect a win here. Um, that, that is, you have to expect it's a, a rivalry. It's a rivalry game. Right. You're going to have some crazy crap go on. Um, some of our mailbag questions pertain to the Portland matchup. So, um, quick, Raze, you, Jose. Before you do that, uh, yeah. their one win was uh, versus Sporting KC. So, not, no, not, not the not best something to hang your hat on. They lost by a goal to LAFC, a goal to St. Louis, 5-1 against Atlanta. They tied LA oh, Galaxy, they tied Dallas, and they lost to Vancouver 1-0. So they're, they, besides that Atlanta game, they hold it close. Still losing, though. Yep. Um, so, Raze Jose, and I'm going to combine these two questions here. Uh what should our starting 11 be for Portscum? And he also had a question that was, who should be our striker on top? Morris, Raul, and Bear. Considering they all seem to be healthy and available, I think who should be our starting 11 and who you think will be at forward pretty much answer both questions. I what want Morris and Raul up top with uh, one center defensive mid, and that would be JP. Okay. So then uh, you got Chu and... Uh, rolled on on the wings, rolled on a new who regular defenders in the back. So yeah, I think I think that's that's the lineup I'm looking at. Okay, 
So that would would that be like two center forward, two strikers, or do like yeah, I think two strikers one over the other. I, I think because we have the way we we play, I think tipping two strikers there is with good. wingers. Yeah, or playing more as midfielders that move up. Midfielders that move up and, and okay the the way that our especially Chu tucks in on the on the um you know the the striker will go out yeah and, and on the inside and and you can see Christian do that as well um, yeah and 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 Morris is obviously spent half of his career more than half of his career feels like at this point on the left wing so the, if they interchange because he cuts in and he had to cover some outside ground if he's not already part of the play. Um, that makes sense. Like you're not really sacrificing much of that space when you have two players that are very familiar playing in it. Um, so Morris and Raul, a bear finds a bench. Unfortunately, dude, I'm sorry. A bear. Yeah. You had a great debut for us, but this is, there's too much talent at the top actually producing. That isn't just a name on paper that we have to give them minutes over him. And that doesn't mean he now has the availability to sub in every single game and make, make this problem even harder for Schmetzer if he wanted to, but yeah, you know, what bench, I right? you know, what I didn't decide is who sits. So is it Russ Knack or Lodero? Ooh. Dang. Um, I think you got to. Well, why would they have to? Wouldn't Atencio come out? And then that's Leo. But then you need someone to come in for Rui Diaz. Oh shit. So I think I hate to sit Albert. Um, he, uh, but he does seem he, have- a little, he does seem a little off. Like he's not making some of the runs that he made yeah. last year. He's not able to dribble. And I don't know if he's been asked to play a different game again or what's going on. But he's not having the same impact on the game he traditionally has had. Even when people were talking bad about him, they weren't paying attention because obviously you showed that in the Concap Champions League. Uh, Arguably, uh, our best player of that game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Um, Ooh, I, that's I think you got to sit him though. The way Nico, yeah, I agree with you. Through balls or or landing well, at the moment. Yeah, uh, well, through balls and his pressure, um, he leads the league in pressuring. I forget, I forget the name of the stat, but basically, like covering ground and closing in on a guy, he's leading the league in the amount of yards he's do, done that. Along with yeah, through balls, balls in the attacking third, completely like he is. MVP level other than goals, and he's got the assists. Forget actually what number that is, but it's got to be like four or five, somewhere there. He's playing really, really too well. He's producing, and 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 yes, Rusnak hasn't been. He does look a little bit different. I think if he gets an opportunity on the wings, he's he's a whole different player because he has that ability. Um, I think joining the Sounders, he's been asked to be something different. I don't think we all know. Um. So, and there's different there's different play happening in front of him than it was last year. He doesn't have to be as involved, I think, as he did last year. That's probably part of it why he's a lot quieter. You know what I mean? I mean, there's yeah, but at the same time, I wonder if you know, even when he was playing center defensive mid, he would go on runs. Uh, and I'm wondering if because of the box that they're keeping uh, Nico in at the top. And he's not really he's not going outside of that box. He's not he's staying where he is because they he was he he was always running the most on the field, but he was also the slowest player on the field last year mm-hmm. for the Sounders. So they yeah. went, okay, you can't run as far. You're, we're putting you in this smaller box, 
and um, this is this is how we're going to do it. So uh, I wonder if because of that, he's been forced to play another game altogether again, because, you know, in Salt Lake, he was that player who was this was basically Nico's player, but was yeah. allowed to run wherever. And then you saw him finally get it together on the wing, but um, it took a while. And then we switched him to a center defensive mid pairing where he would kind of play up as a center mid a little bit and he expelled. So I'm wondering if he's being asked to do a little bit something different with the way they have it set up. Yeah, and Spencer probably wouldn't admit that, but that's probably true. I mean, because of the performance of Ladero, what Ladero was actually doing, and there might have been, because of his knee injury the year prior, a reason why he was that that much slower. He doesn't look as slow as he did last year. He looks like 2016, 17, 18 Ladero. Um, And like I said, it's producing. Um, So what should our starting 11 be? I think we covered that then. You'd take... You agree with me? Same back line. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Because I do want Chu and Raul on the field. Um, And obviously Morris. I think Bear. unfortunately, there's too much production, too much proven talent and Raul that like they need to be, he needs to be on the field. It's not like he, he's not performing badly. It's just, he, he's a streaky player, but he will get 12, 15 set. He could get 17, 20 goals if he has enough minutes. So, um, and there's a lot of games to play with the, the league's cup. So he's going to get his, but yeah, Ladero stays on the pitch too. Yeah. Same back line though. Yeah. New who obviously they're dominant that unless there's an injury. Yeah, exactly. Or no, that's about it. Um, make your own MLS power rankings. We'll save that one because that could take a while <laughs> and it has nothing to do with Portland. Um, why haven't we seen talking about that lineup? Why, why haven't we seen more Obed? Do you think is it because it's just taking a while for his fitness to come back from like we like I was talking about? Uh, training ground pretty much till November self in the club world before the club world cup uh, Hmm? injured his thigh. Oh yeah. He was out. So I think part of it is recovering from that. From that. And then the other part of it is Atencio has just been so good. And so he's third in line. That's why you're not getting minutes because you have JP and Atencio. Where where are you going to put, where are you going to put them? And that's Agreed. the other thing. My lineup that I just came up with, there's no Atencio in the field then. Yeah, I think that's that's a little more... That's easier to, to take. I mean, that was a great, great performance. But you need to be consistent. Yeah, and JP and, is clearly... The and way. JP is... He's special. <laughs> and, and I think if you... Which he was told, if JP's playing, you're benched. And, and, and probably not harshly, but... He was told that, and JP, they decided to be precautionary, uh, do a precautionary move with him. So then he's starting. Yeah. So he's clearly understands his role, and he's 21 years old. He gets it. That I have no problem with him getting much. It's the other ones that are proven MLS goal scores. That who do we who do we bench? But I think that's yeah. a bear. But yeah, it would be a bummer to not. I think Atencio gets minutes. Oh yeah, he might start. I mean, he might start. We're just saying what we would like our 11 to be, but he this very well might be Leo choose benched and Raul starts. Yep. Actually, it's probably what's going to happen, not that's what I would like to happen. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. my guess. And then Chu will sub on later in the game. 
Mm. Let's end with this. This is a good one, also from Razai Jose, and it is a, a Portland question. What's the best Seattle versus Portland moment you have experienced? Well, the worst was when I went down there and they played on my birthday and we were down four nothing at halftime, so I left. Uh, it, it, we had errands to do. You know, my girlfriend at the time lived down there, so we had errands to do and uh, went off and um, did those instead. And that was the game where uh, we scored two goals to come back four two. Roman Torres' first game back that ended up leading to us us on to the championship. Uh, but that was the the worst of the worst. Um, I was not there when Dempsey had the goal to tie it at the end. Uh, you know, I think we always lose them in the playoffs, right? So, um, probably so you don't have many good good experiences. No, they lost six straight games when I went down there until finally we got a win. Uh, so I guess it's that win. So if we're talking Portland away. It was the one where we won one nothing. <laughs> There's not a lot of joy in Beantown. Beantown? I, it, it, that's about Boston, but beans, <laughs> coffee beans. So I figured. Uh, I prefer that uh, they prefer Stumptown, don't they? Yeah, whatever. Rose City. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, every everyone just said the chant <laughs> when you say when you say Rose City. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have I have memorable game memorable games, but they're not ones I liked. You know, the the game yeah. with down Kim Kihi from behind, and it should have been. A, Forgot um, about Kim. Should have been a red card, and they didn't call it. The one yeah. uh, that may have been the same game where the refs cheated us the whole game, and uh, Rich, uh, our mutual friend Rich, was the wise one for a change and had to hold me in my seat so I didn't run down and try and jump on the field. <laughs> I was the most mad I've ever been at the refs ever in that game. Wow. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of good Portland memories, but there must be some. We beat then we beat them like five nothing or something. That's got to be it. Well, if you can't remember it, it's not the most <laughs> memorable. No, down, we played down there and we beat them like 4 nothing or 5 nothing. I'm sure that's happened. Like a year ago. I have a terrible memory. A year ago? Yeah. They had our number a year Oh. It was the year before that because we, we've mm-hmm. lost the last. 21. We've lost the last three to them. Yeah. So. So yeah, it was it was down there in uh we won six two in August twenty one down there. That's right, that's right. So that game was uh definitely a highlight. I mean, if we're going all the way back to the beginning of the MLS era, we beat them three well, that you that you've experienced. Yeah, I mean I've been to all of them. We beat them three nothing at at CenturyLink um in twenty twelve. That was a good one. Uh we had a Two nothing win over them at CenturyLink and a four two win in twenty fourteen and I was at both those games. Oh no, I wasn't at the. That was the one that I didn't go that we should have won. Um, then I was at all the other ones where they were just destroying us. So, um, yeah, rough. Well, mine is the one that you didn't go to where Dempsey tied it up for us. I think it was four four. Yeah, I was very drunk because it was my bachelor party. It was 2017, June. And it was, they delayed the game to I think six or seven at night. It was like a one o'clock game on a Sunday because of the heat. It was like 
Yeah, I remember that. 100, 104, 105 degrees during yeah. the day. Yeah. We were staying in, and like, I'm a hotel guy. Like, I've been, been, my I was, career. I was in Canada. This is one of the two notable, uh, uh, games between Seattle and Portland that I was in Canada for. Interesting. Yeah. I was, uh, so it's my bachelor party. So I didn't have anything to do with planning. Obviously, I didn't even know where we were going. All I asked my, my groomsmen like months before was like, I think in a way, sports trip would be fun. Like they go Mariners away, but that's not like, maybe that might not be feasible because you have to fly. Um, and, and we're talking about like six, seven guys. And so they, they chose, they woke me up with a, I think a four loco, um, in my house. <laughs> the real four loco or the new ones? I think, I, I don't know. It, it definitely was alcoholic. I, they might've had a, one of the new ones. This is 2017. So I think oh, it was legit. Yeah. No, if it was one of the new ones, they put it, put alcohol in it. No, they have alcohol in the new ones. They just don't have the same caffeine level they used to. Because oh, can't. okay. Well, either way, it was little. I heard, I woke up to like a. It was like <gasps> in my bed. Randy was a part of it. My wife. Um. So obviously, let them in. They didn't break into my house and scare the shit out of my wife. Um. But yeah, shoved it down my throat, and there was a town car waiting for us outside a, a SUV through our hotel. And took us to the train station, and we all took the train down together. But they booked uh, an Airbnb that was like a 20-minute walk to the bar. I forget the name of the bar, but where everyone meets up before the game. So we were there on, like, Friday night, all day Saturday, the heat. There's no AC in the hostel. Like, I'm like, oh, this sucks. And they had delayed the game until 8 p.m., so we we missed our train. And... We had to like all take separate bolt buses a day later. So actually, that delay could have made it a really bad experience if we lost. Yeah. Um, but to be there, and then one of my friends who doesn't give a shit about soccer, um, he's a crane operator and dresses like one. He basically left at halftime with his leather boots, plaid t-shirt, jeans, hair down to his shoulders in a beanie and it's a hundred degrees out. And they're like, you can't, uh, you can't leave, sir. He's like, does it look like I give a shit about this game? <laughs> and they're like, all right, go ahead. And he just waits outside in the shade for us smoking cigarettes. Um, but yeah, if it turned out to be like that for all of us, it would have been a terrible experience, but because of the, the way it ended, the chaos of the weekend and the memories of that weekend or lack thereof, that was my favorite. Seattle Portland experience. That's a great one. That that one and the red card wedding. Wed wed card wedding. Red card wedding. The red card wedding. I was love in. and marriage. <laughs> exactly. I was in Canada. Princess bride shout out. Uh, so uh, I, I just want to note some a couple things real quick about this rivalry. MLS era. Portland leads eighteen seventeen to seven. So they uh, now that we've um, wow okay so we could tie it up. We've lost. Oh, we tied and lost our. Oh no! Sorry, we we lost our last three. Uh, so f- for a while there, we were a couple games up on them. So we would tie it up if we won. Um, the other thing I would like to note is Western Conference standing finishes since 2011 when we were both in the league. You ready for this? Okay. I'm gonna read ours first. Second, third, fourth, first, fourth, fourth, second, 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 eleventh. I didn't realize we finished second five years in a row. Wow, me that's, either. That's wild. Now here's the second, timbers, second, second, second. Right? Here's the timbers: sixth, eighth, first, sixth, third, seventh, first, five, sixth, third, fourth, eighth. So on average, they are a barely making the playoff team. 
on average, we are probably second place is our average finish, maybe third, because we had a couple of those fourths in there. But no, we only had three fourths and we had one first. So I'm going to go with uh, like second and a half. 2.5 is our average finish position. But we're a home playoff team and they are fighting it for the playoff play-in game. Right. But, unless they, but then when they play us, they always beat us in, at, in the playoffs. It's It's rough. Yes, that's that's an interesting way to put it. It's only happened I li- twice. I like, right? I like that. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're a team that you never know how the matchup's going to be. Um, you know, I think my prediction is two to one because they lose most games by one goal uh, in favor of the Sounders. Um, but, uh, you know, it could easily be three nothing Timbers. What are you thinking? Um, I think we have our head on our shoulders. I think we have too much quality and we're pro- producing no matter pretty much who we play i mean i think it'll be close in the first half because that's our mo and then i think we break out i think i don't even think i know i said this in the discord link is in the show description during the during halftime i said that i think we, we're playing like we have a goal in us um and i think when that happens this is going to break out and we're going to score one or, one or two more and that is literally what happened. And I think that is just us playing our game. We have to figure them out, no matter who they are. And they, I don't, they don't have, they might play hard for the first 15, 20, 30 minutes, maybe the first half. They don't have the gas or the depth to hold us back. No matter how passionate they are, how much emotion there is in this match the history of the clubs, Derby match, none of that. They're still human bodies and they're not going to be able to chase us around and pressure us because if St. Louis couldn't do it, they're not going to be able to do it. And that's pretty much the best way to slow us down because when we have the ball, we have the ball. (laughs) We have so many sequences that we just kept the ball for 15, 20 passes in that last game. So I think we'll do it again. And that, and we're in control. It would have to be a real mental breakdown for us to lose this match. And I and I will think the end out the ending score will be similar to St. Louis. Ah, I like it. I don't think they'll. I don't. I don't see how they score a goal in this. Yep. Yep. You and know, we'll have multiple. And so. I would be okay with um, matching the largest goal scoring uh, regular season game, which is was six two for the six two. Um, but also um, 6-1 back in 1985, uh, and I think that must have been in the playoffs when when uh, we won. Well, I'll take 6-1. Okay, I'll, I'll take that too. I'll be <laughs> bummed about that one goal. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a, a long discussion on the next scuttlebutt about that one fucking goal. You should but, uh, you should put a link to the um, the rivalry where I call out. Um, Will Johnson as the most hated player on Portland uh, because in, in the documentary, it's a great, it's a great little documentary. I also, it's the same one. Oh, there it is. Okay. The Porter has the most punchable face in the history of the MLS. Yes. I remember this now. Yeah. I will put, I will put this link YouTube in the show description right next to the discord link. Um, and we are going to make more of a habit of making sure that the scuttlebutt section of the show actually is, the water cooler talk of our scuttlebutt discord because you guys are funny um you guys and gals and you have really good opinions 
And some of these uh, are just really fun to, to discuss. So uh, join the Discord, join the fun, please. It's yeah, really, it's, it's really fun during the match, especially like I have. I've usually watched delayed, so I have been pretty quiet. I am pretty much the thumbs of of Scuttlebutt on your phone. So um, this last match I was able to watch live because my kid was so pooped from a birthday and gross, no nap. Ha 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 ha! You want to hear a dad joke real quick? Yes. Okay. Uh, how can you tell a dad joke? I don't know. How can you tell? It's apparent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Let's end it with that. Uh, We're coming into port. <laughs> uh, Where can they find you on Twitter? Call his father. A baby computer? Yeah. Data. Whoo, dad jokes. That's uh, that data instead of data. Well, whatever. That's that's what you should have said. You mispronounced it and you ruined it. It's it's data. Well, data's the name of the character on Star Trek. It's the, the next generation. Movie. I understand. Yes, yes, yes. But you ruined the dad joke. I'm a dad. You're right. Come on. You're just right. Le- you should have just let the, the good one sit. I know. Uh, uncle jokes are too dirty for this show, so we'll keep those. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, it's more like Dalai Lama <laughs> jokes. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I could we could talk a lot about that. But that is fucked up. I don't. Anyway, we're, we're almost crashing into port now. Uh, yeah. Where can they find you on Twitter? Legal minded punk, all one word. Instagram, Twitter, other places. I'm sure. Um, you know, search for me. Like all of my uh, selfies that I post on Instagram, and then also be sure to go give us five stars on the on the um, on the apps that let you. Yeah, because trust me, if there's one thing you could do for us that would help us the most in getting the word out is to give us five stars because that helps them then put it into different searches and it will help us grow and get more listeners, which, you know, right now we do this all out of the kindness of our heart, which we love doing, but it'd be nice if we weren't losing money on it. So yeah, um, five stars, please. Where can they find you? Well, and another way that they could help us is just tell one of your sounders friends that doesn't know about the show about the show that's right that could double everything and then if they do it yeah introduce introduce a sounders fan to our show that's that's our ask you great listener and we had a discord member say that the our show was part of the reason they're uh, a sounder fan yeah amazing I love Sorry, it. I have to scroll up, but we won't need to wrap this up. But I'll shout you out next episode, my friend. I mean, we're clearly the best podcast about the Sounders out there that doesn't involve uh, someone who used to play for the team. That's fair, and we're and we're silly, yeah. just like you. Anyway, you can find me uh, on Twitter, Aaron Lingling, A A R O N L I N G L E Y. Take it away, James. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? Who's 
Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time.